Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Keeping It 111 with your hosts, Andy and Sanha. Sanha, how you doing, man? Well, we took a, a week off. You know, we, we don't mean to. We know how much it means to miss a week when it's the NFL going on, you know. We don't do we don't take breaks lightly, but it had to be done. But we are back. We are back, back with with another what what I think Sanha is gonna be a banger of a pot this week because we have a lot to talk Absolute about. Absolute banger. we we got two two weeks of action of NFL that we gotta get caught up on. We're gonna go over the power rankings, of course, like we always do. And then how can we not talk about what's going on in baseball a world series featuring a team that a lot of us would have expected and then a team that probably none of us have expected but it's going to be i think uh, all in all said a tight one and i'm going to give you my take okay. um, and then we'll finish off the podcast talking about the nba which has also kicked off and we haven't gotten a chance to talk about that uh, uh due to the break what is going on in the early? I mean, it's only two weeks in a long season, but man, if there isn't juicy content already, I mean, I don't know what to say, right? So uh, let's talk first about the NFL. Uh, dude, the standings for the NFL look like a hot mess. I mean, I, I, good luck to you to you know try to break this one down for us, but you know. All right. There's a lot of stuff going on. Let me right? start here. Let me start by saying that nothing is right in the NFL this year, okay? Everything is wrong. Everything is wrong in the NFL. Did you know that... That... Wait, was it... No, it must be this week. So, the NFC East... The top three teams in the NFC East are a combined 17-3. and three. And, and and of those three losses, two of them were to each other. So the top three teams in the NFC, NFC East have only lost one game to an out-of-division opponent. And among the four best records in the NFC, three of them are in the East. Yes. Which, which, is, is, like, which is nuts, like, because, because just like two years ago, the winner of this division were the Washington Commanders, and they went to the playoffs with a seven and nine record. That was like <laughs> that was like two years ago. So like I don't know what happened with, with Taylor Heineke. Yes, I don't, I don't know what happened between then and now. But like, so that's very wrong. Mm-hmm. Number two, the NFC West, the Seahawks are in first place. With no Russell Wilson and the worst defense in football, it's just very, very wrong. The NFC North, Kirk Cousins is 5-1 and one and leading the division, spanking Aaron Rodgers. That's so wrong in so many different ways. The NFC South is so bad that the Bucks, who are playing terrible, are still winning the division. Oh, that okay. That's just the NFC, right? Then we get the AFC. Oh, oh boy, the Jets are five and two, <laughs> second in the division. Somehow, the Broncos are two and five, with one of the best defenses in the league and 
let's ride Russell Wilson. And then, and then you got the AFC South. I don't even know what's going on here. Like, the standings are about what you would expect. Like, the, the rankings. But that's not how these teams are playing at all. Like, it should be, like, a tie for first place between the Titans, Colts, and Jaguars. And they should all be, like, three and four. And then, and then it should be the Texans. I mean, look at the point differential for the AFC South. Like, yeah. the Jaguars, like, it just, it, all I can see is the Jaguars are getting done dirty. Yeah, they're like, getting their record absolutely, is like, <laughs> like, if it was fantasy football, they would be the unluckiest fantasy football team. <laughs> where Exactly, right? <laughs> Everyone else in the division is negative. negative, except them. This is what like, I'm saying. Know. Like, if anything, they should all be, like, tied for, like, at, like, three and four or something. Anyway, so all of this is to say that everything is wrong in the NFL this year. Like, everything is wrong. Everything is wrong. Um, and we're almost at the halfway point where we just passed week seven. We're at week eight. And I think it, it, it's, it's time to throw away some of our past, um, past notions and, and perceptions of the NFL and trying to adopt some thought right i mean like I, we're getting to the point right where like some of the things you're seeing is what you see is what you're kind of exactly. gonna get it is what it is at this point it is what it is at this point. so with that that i present my post week seven nfl powering so oh, this is gonna be good let me list <laughs> off what it was two weeks ago so two weeks ago my power rankings were one through ten the Eagles, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bucks, the Niners, the Cowboys, Chargers, Packers, and the Jaguars. That was my that, those were my power rankings too. And and I have been, you know, obviously been banging on the drum. Um and for the Jaguars, obviously. And I, I think I think it's time to go. I, I think it's time to let them go. It's they are. Um, this is this is the end of the Titanic, and, and it's time to let go. <laughs> the Jaguars because yeah, four straight four straight L's. I mean, it's yeah, it's like it, there comes a point where there comes a point where you make excuses for the right. You keep making excuses. You're like, no, like they they like let this one go. They like. They're better than this. They have better talent than this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there comes a point where, like, if you lose every single fucking game, there's something wrong with you. Like, <laughs> can't be good. You can't possibly well, be good. Do you think, like, what are the chances, if you could quantify it, that they kind of slip back into the top 10? I mean, I don't think it's out of the question. I mean... Maybe, but for now, again, like for now, if you, I thought, cannot... if you thought the Raiders were unlucky, like the Jaguars are even more. Unlucky, the Jaguars are based on point of No, no, they are. They are. They are very unlucky. But it's just, I can't. I can't stand by a team where I think I was thinking about this while I was in the shower today. I was like, is Trevor Lawrence new Carson Wentz? And I was like. Mm, like, like, am I, 
and kind of. <laughs> Which like I can't make. Are you, are, what are you are you are you are you talking about like the coaching connection, the Doug Peterson? I mean, I, like so many things match up. Where it's like <laughs> okay, all right, all they're right. like the first overall pick. They have Doug Peterson. Yeah, they showed a lot of talent, a lot of arm strength, but that they just make dumbass decisions at times. Well, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to have to put up uh, an MVP season before we can, you know, compare him to the to the great uh, Carson to the ped uh, put him on the pedestal that Carson Wentz. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But it, it's like it's similar though. You you can see the similarities. Anyway, let's go to my new power ranking. Start at the top because. It hasn't changed, you know, one, two, three, Eagles, Bills, I don't think there is much. They are the three most dominant right now, undoubtedly. Um, and then the Eagles just traded for Robert Quinn, um, who is a star pass rush um, ad already a wealth of making themselves. So... These top three, I think, are pretty solidified. I don't think anyone's argue. Chief should, but um, I think the top three are pretty. Really, no. Um, okay. now already at number four, like we're we're getting spicy here, because man, let me tell you, actually, number four, I didn't have that Harvard time. It was really starting at number five. I was just like completely mindfucked. I had no idea what I was going to do. The number four, I have the Cowboys. I think this is not. Whoa. What do you mean? This is not unreasonable at all. Um, for, so number one, the Cowboys, they have one of the best defenses in football. When, and, and Micah Parsons is... Um, is maybe arguably the best pass rush defensive player, actually, straight up in all of football. Uh, he pops every right. single week, incredibly good. Um, and so when you couple that with a, a run game where you have like a duo of Ezekiel and Pollard, and you have a couple good wide receivers, and Michael Gallup, um, Noah Brown. <clears throat> And then, more importantly, they have Dak coming back. So he is now uh, off, I think, the injury report. So he should be back this week. If not this week, 100% next week. Uh, so the team is kind of on the up and up. They have more offensive upside here. Um, so that's where I power rank them. And it, it was fairly easy. This, this one, I, di I didn't. Okay. But then from here, starting at number five, oh man, I just, I had no idea what, like what to do. I have to tell. And I think I feel pretty good about where I landed, but at the same time, I also don't. And you'll, you'll immediately understand, because at number five, I have the New York. I thought they should have been four, dude. Listen, listen, listen. 
I'm, just, I'm look, just look at just look at the strength of opposition that they're like beating right I'm now. I'm pretty high on the Giants, but they don't have the same talent level of the Cowboys. They just don't. They just straight up don't. They just straight up don't. It's just But but like you know, the issue is is you know, we, we gotta you, you can't cherry pick arguments. Like you can't just say like, you know, Jaguars got the talent, but the results don't show for it. But the Cowboys do have <laughs> results. That's the thing. They have they have a combination well, of results and talent. But the quality of the results is like they're what? They're they're banging on the Lions. They take an L to the Eagles. They're beating yeah. a really bad they beat a really bad Rams team. They beat the Commanders. I mean like like, look at that versus the the Giants, you know, being the Jaguars, who, you know, is a very, quote-unquote, talented, yeah, talented team. team yeah. They beat the Ravens, very yeah. difficult team to beat, right? So, I don't know, man. And uh, at the end of the day, they do have a slightly better record. I, I would have put them at four. You know, but. I think, I think it, it, it's, a fair, it's, a fair, it's a fair point. And, and, and I don't think that's an unreasonable argument to me. But if you were to... At the end of the day, for me, it was this. I, I put the Cowboys at four, and I said, and I looked at all of the other teams that could potentially be in the top ten, and I just asked myself, if these two teams were playing tomorrow, and I had to bet my life on one team, who would I bet on? The Cowboys against all the other teams. If I had to put my life on the line, I could not bet on the Giants against the Cowboys tomorrow. I just... I just couldn't do it. Well, yes, they. Well, the Cowboys did win on their their meeting, mm -hmm. uh, so I mean that stands for something as well. Yes, it does. Um, but then, yeah, number five, the, but the, the Giants, who were completely off my list two weeks ago, and this comes back to it, it's the it's the flip side of the, um, like you have the talent, but you don't have the results to show for it. At some point, you know have to show some results this is the flip side of that of like you don't have the talent but you keep showing us the results and so that has to that has to you know we have we have to accept that at some point and i I've, i think i've come to that point with the giants and, and the thing about the giants is that they might not be as talented as some of the other teams on this list um but and even less talented than and some of the teams below them uh, certainly but they play very very well meaning that like they always hang around in the game. They're not, they're not the type of team that's going to blow out a team. They're not, they're not that kind of team. But they're always going to hang around. Things close. They're going to play you close. And then when it comes down to it, they're going to make less, fewer mistakes than you. And they're going to clutch it out. That's how they play. Um, that's how Joe Judge likes to play. Um, they've coached up the team very, very well. They're, um, and Daniel Jones is, is super underrated. Uh, I don't think people realize, well, first off, Daniel Jones ran for, like, over 100 yards, which is already crazy. Um, it's what he does. It's what he does. <laughs> and, and the funniest thing about Daniel Jones is, like, he looks so, like, weird when he runs. But he's fast. Yeah, but he's fast. <laughs> like, he's like, the, he's, like, the fastest, like, weird runner in the NFL. Uh, but anyway, so, like, He's very effective when when he runs the, um, and I feel I don't think people like realize how big Daniel Jones is, and so like him running that fast is like is is super like Lamar is like six one like barely two hundred, so like you know when he when he's twitchy and he runs fast like should be expected. Daniel Jones is like. 
6'5", almost like pushing 6'6", six, six, like 240 pounds. Like, this is a, like a, a giant man. <laughs> like, he is fucking huge. And he's just fucking outrunning all of these guys. Like, I think people really underestimate um, Daniel Jones because of that one, like, 80-yard run that he, like, on last year <laughs> and he yeah. like fell over on his face <laughs> so like i i think people kind of underestimate him because of that but he's 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 an athlete he's he's a fighter um and and really he's a perfect fit for kind of team um and a perfect leader so props to daniel jones giants in the top five of dude we could see we, we might be looking at three weeks from now the giants could be nine and one Yes, easily. very, very, very possible. easily, very easily. And, I mean, when they're and if and if they are nine and one, three weeks from now, surely you have to consider them for the top three. You don't think so? The top three? I mean, it depends on how the other the top three teams, right? Because the thing is, if the top three teams just stay steady. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put the job. Right. If if they all win out, yeah. Then yes. If, if yeah. they're just steady, like if they play the, the way that they've been playing, then like I don't see myself putting up. Yeah. And 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 the thing is, like, it's the way that the Giants play. They're not gonna blow anyone out. And so it's hard for me to like be like, are they really better than any of those top three? Eh, like maybe not. I see uh, what you're saying. It's like it, it does feel like they got the better end of a coin flip in a lot of these games yeah and and um, the other thing the other thing here is that we you have to like really uh you have to take the records with a grain of salt in the nfc because the nfc is fucking weird. if you compare the standings in the nfc to the afc it's just puke like the number of teams that are less than 500 in the nfc the entire nfc south is under 500 right right and the, the Almost the entire NFC West is under 500. <clears throat> Same with the NFC North. So, like, the NFC is fucking soft this year. So, like, you have to kind of, like, take with a, a bit of a grain of salt when you look at this, the, the win-loss record. Makes sense. At least up until sure. Um. So then, at number six, we have... Oh, boy. Like, this is so fucking hard. All right. But I, I use it basically the same process for, like, five through ten of, okay... These are the candidates. Who do I see, like, if I had to, like, match them up against each other tomorrow, who is going to win? Who would I bet on to win? It's basically kind of, like, how I, I broke, like, ties. So, number six are the Cincinnati Bengals, who I had written off early in the season because they were, they were just playing bad. They were playing bad. Even though they had just come to a, got into a um, they were were playing bad and and so i was rating them accordingly but over the last few weeks they've really started to heat up um they've really started to heat up joe burrow looks back in form jamar chase and the offense looks back in form the defense has always been kind of pretty steady and um but with the offense firing on on on, on all cylinders um the Bengals are getting hot again and if they keep this up if they keep the momentum up it could it could be another repeat uh, they could challenge and really, really, um, be like a, a true contender during the postseason if they can keep. Yep. Um. 
Next, at number seven, I have the Miami Dolphins who make their triumphant return to Anharu and Power Ranking. Um, I think this team is just too talented. Um, and, you know, they, they had some struggles when, when uh, Tua first got injured, but over the last couple of weeks, I think they've been playing better. They lost a, a close game to the Vikings. Um, but I mean, you'll see later in my power ranking spoiler, uh, that the Vikings are also a good team. So I I'm not overly concerned about that. I also think that the Dolphins. At number eight, we have the Baltimore Ravens. All from number four. And they are kind of in the same ballpark or same, like, place as the Jags where you're really talented but like keep losing these games where you should be winning and it's just like how much can I forgive you for like like they should realistically they should only have like one but like they lose a game to the Giants there was there was another game before it Oh, there was a close game to the Bengals that they just pulled out, um, but they lost to the Bills in a close game that they probably should. That was like, uh, they, I think they also lost, they must have lost. But anyway, so like. They lost a close one to the Dolphins. Ah, to the Dolphins. Yeah, you're right. Which yeah, they also should, should have won. So like, like, here's the thing. I just keep saying like, like, all these games are like super close. I don't think, I think they've only played like one game that wasn't. Um, and they just look so fucking sketchy. Like they're like the, they're like the anti giants. Like or like they're like they're like the budget giants. Let's put it that way. They're like the budget giants. Where like they're always like in the game. They're like keeping it close, but they only close it out half the time. <laughs> they close it out less. Yeah. yeah. While 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 the giants like they they're they their relief pitching is very good. The Ravens are hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what the Ravens are. Um, so they, but they, I mean, they're still very, very good. Who, like, if you look at their, if you look at their games, like, obviously they played the Bills close. Like, um, they, they, they played a close game and won out against the Bengals. Like, they have some, like, very quality wins. They kept it close against them. Um, so I, I think they're still a very, very good team. Um, but, they're, they're having trouble, and, and, and I think it stems from their defense not being as stout as they are, um, but they're struggling because of um, Number nine, uh, fitting with game, and I have the 49ers here. Um, this was just so hard. It, like, it, it was so hard to put at number nine and ten because I just feel like every team from here on out is like bad. Um, I think the Niners are pretty bad. The reason I put them at number nine is because they just got McCaffrey, um, which is which should open up their offense uh, more. He only played like snaps, maybe snaps um, against the Chiefs last week. But um, as he gets more integrated into the offense, I think that will open up a lot more uh, for Kyle Shanahan. Take the burden. 
um, help the offense. Um, and I think that's really good. I rank them. Um, and then finally, at number 10, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, at a certain point, you like, yeah, they're, you have to take, again, like I said, you have to take NFC records with a grain of salt. Because it's the end. But a 5-1 record is still a 5-1 record, right? Um, their only loss is to the best team in the NFL. Um, and they beat the Dolphins uh, two weeks ago, I think, because they were on bye last week. Um, but... And and the reason that they're number ten despite being five and one is because like other than that they don't really have like quality wins like they beat like a pretty bad Saints team Bears Lions so like their wins aren't like super really super like impressive um and so they are five and one which is why I'm giving them the respect and also because like there is no one else breaking the top 10 in the NFL above them like I I legitimately can't think of anyone challenge them. The, the Jets maybe <laughs> which is like yeah like that's that's where we are that's where we are um but yeah so one through 10 the Eagles Bills Chiefs then we have the Cowboys Giants Bengals Dolphins Ravens Niners Viking. That rounds out the top ten. Hey, well, what what do you think about you know, like the Packers? I mean, like yes, they, they they're obviously off, right? They're bad. You you just don't think it's it's they're just bad. I just there's not enough uh, of a receiving quarter really do anything, huh? Well, I think the offense has problems. But I think the defense also has not been has not looked the same. Right. This defense, I expected it to be a top five defense, but they're playing nowhere near like a top. They're they're very average defense best. Um, which is really their biggest problem because it doesn't lend to the way that they want to play the ball, where they want to run the ball, they want to ground and pound, and then they want to take a defense. Um, but if your defense isn't being a top five defense, then it's hard to play that way. Um, and so you ha- you're forced to then lean on a pretty bad pass back. So it, it's it's just not working out. They're just bad. Bad. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Any other comments on the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> well it's gonna be uh we're 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 gonna be uh back next week of course to you know see what changes i mean but but i would figure you know as the records are like you know at this point you know they're gelling a little bit you know you think there's gonna be less change week over week with these power rankings um or, or are you just like not even gonna try to no i'm not even gonna try to do that because because <laughs> It, this has this has showed me that I know nothing. Uh. <laughs> well, speaking of not knowing anything, I mean, we can move on to baseball, and I can tell you a little bit about. Well, 
Well, first of all, we'll kind of recap, right? The last time we talked about baseball, we were still, you know, at the stage of, you know, the the division series and the division series were t uh, were um, happening. And um, so, so the series were the Astros and the Mariners. I beat the Astros. That happened. And then the Yankees were up against, um, who were they up against? Uh, um, wait, like before this? Before Guardians, they Guardians. The right. They were up against the Guardians. I said the Yankees would win that one too. So the AL, pretty like, you know, smooth on that front. And then the National League. I don't know what the what hell the happened. What the fuck happened? <laughs> so the Padres versus Dodgers, me and everyone and their mothers were going to say the Dodgers were going to win. Padres have an interesting team. They have an interesting, you know, pitching core. You know, they're obviously they have Juan Soto and uh, and uh, Manny Machado and that kind of offense led by those two guys. You know, we all thought, you know, of course they got a puncher's chance, but it's the Dodgers we're talking about. The most stacked team in like in recent memory, to be honest. There was just no way that I was going to take the Padres over them. And if, if we run it back again, the simulation, I'm not changing my mind. Like, what happened is, you know, just an exhibit of why, really, postseason baseball is actually so exciting. And it's, like, and it's like the reason why there is still vitality in the game. And I think it's worth watching. Um, and especially these postseason games and the way that they're managed and, like, the strategy, the, the depth of strategy that goes into it versus the regular season – Postseason's definitely worth watching. I mean, for moments like that, right? And then, and then the other uh, series, the Phillies playing against the Braves. You obviously take the Braves there. You run the simulation, you take the Braves again. And then the Phillies just clutch that one out. And then, you know, the, AL, the, 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 the ALCS, uh, the Yankees were against the Astros. The problem with the Yankees is that... Um, and it was, it was, there was an omen kind of leading up into the postseason is that they, their, their pitching core, especially their bullpen, did not look as strong as it did last year due to injury problems. And so that was going to be an issue, right? Um, games are won and lost in the bullpen, especially in the postseason. The Yankees didn't have that. And you could just tell that the pitching core was getting stretched out. You know, they were the offense. You know, Aaron Judge, for example, you know, didn't really have the best game, like for best games, like even in game four against the Astros, like he went on an over basically. And they were relying on guys like Harrison Bader to like really provide the offensive output. And you just can't, you know, you're never going to win a best of seven series against a team like a team like the Astros when you're star players, but the Yankees are not hitting. If your bullpen is not working, you better hope that you're starting pitching and the, the hitting shows up. And the hitting just wasn't enough. Uh, and so they were swept. Uh, the Phillies and Padres, very, very interesting series. And to be honest, um, I really didn't know how to call that one. I thought the Padres were going to take it. And, you know, just the Phillies just, it was, a, it, it, it's, it was a fantasy run. Like, they were in dreamland. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper happened. The game, the game winning happened. home. Jesus. And... and and some are saying, you know, that home run justified the contract. Jesus. I mean, Christ. I'm not going to go as far and say they're going to, that's 
deserve quite yet. I mean, if the Phillies win the World Series, yes, every penny of that contract is justified. But it's hot. It, it, that's what that's what it's all about. I mean, like if you can pay even if you're paying, you know, a guy like Juan Soto like five hundred million, let's say whoever comes around to pay him. Uh, you win the World Series, everything's justified. I mean, what are you spending the money for to win? So you know, if you won, it's it's all good. Um, and the Bryce and the Bryce Harper home run. Um, of course, this is a guy that you know, poor guy left the Nationals, and then you know the Nationals ended up winning the World Series after he leaves, which was like you know nobody was going to expect because Bryce Harper was like you know supposed to be part of that core, part of that franchise, and he was supposed to be you know the chosen one to kind of. lead the team to a world series ring and he was not a part of that and so you know uh, where is he going to find his ring and uh, and the other night that was the biggest home run of his career the biggest swing of his career and you know heading into the world series now the astros versus the phillies i don't remember the last time i've ever seen such a mismatch in terms of regular season record uh, the the astros are, are a hundred plus win team The Phillies limped into the postseason. 80-something wins. You don't see a mismatch like this. And, you know, I could, see, I could imagine maybe, you know, maybe like a similarly bad um, mismatch was like when the Tigers made it to the postseason. And then when the Tigers made it to the postseason, they were swept. Yeah. So does that mean the Phillies are going to get swept? I actually don't think so. Um, and I think I think a lot of my take on how I think the World Series goes is definitely some kind of um, bias against the Astros. I mean, can you really blame me? But I think the Phillies are going to win the World Series. Um, That's a hot take. It is a hot take. That's a hot and take. if it was a best of five series, I'm definitely taking the Phillies. Best of seven maybe gave me a little bit of hesitancy. But I, I told you the same thing, right? When, when, when the Phillies were playing, you know, the Cardinals in the wildcard series, they said, you know, the Phillies can win this thing, you know, if, you know, they can just, if they can cash in on maybe one game where Nola and Wheeler are not starting. You know, if, if they yeah, cash yeah. that in, the win condition is clear, right? So same, same thing that happened against the Braves. Exactly. And so, but in a best of, in a best of seven series, And of course, we're getting a we're getting a little bit of a break before the World Series starts since the uh, the the, uh, uh, the 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 CS ended, and so they're going to be trotting out those two guys, game one and two. I am almost certain of it, and so they're going to get two shots. They're going to get two cracks each, and so if they win all those games, then of course they'll win the entire World Series. Let's just say that they don't, because the Astros are a really good team. Once again, though, all they need is one game to steal, and so. You have that going for you. I think the lineup is underrated and it's getting better. Like Bryce Harper is like becoming like, you know, I don't know, like just something about Bryce Harper, man. Like he's he's a guy that loves glory. Like and he he and he showed up. And like th this guy's like he's 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 Vegeta getting destroyed by the Saiyans and then getting the Zenkai boost. Like he's becoming yeah. stronger. And then you have, you know, the other rest of the squad. Um It, Reese Hoskins looks really dangerous at the plate. Um, they still have guys like JT Real Muto. Even Kyle Schwarber is like, you know, playing well. And so the lineup is actually pretty damn good. And 
Look at the Astros for a second. Of course, the Astros have an amazingly talented lineup. I mean, they still have Jordan Alvarez. They still have Jose Altuve, who I don't think had the greatest um, um, start to his playoffs. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to like, you know, put it by him. Like he's been to the World Series. I mean, maybe not deservedly so some of these times, but, you know, he's been in this stage before and he's definitely ready to, you know, meet that challenge. He's much more experienced. Even guys like Bregman still on the team was part of the, those runs as well. And so they also have a good lineup. But the thing is that's giving me pause about the Astros is how Justin Verlander, their star pitcher, has been playing in the last two starts in, his post, in, in the postseason that I've seen him, um, has not looked super encouraging. His game against the Yankees, not super encouraging. His game against the Mariners, not super encouraging. I mean, it's I could really see the Phillies kind of jumping on um, the Astros pitching. And once again... When you got Wheeler and Nola, you got a good shot at winning those games. And so, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to take the Phillies. I'm Damn. taking the Phillies in seven. I'm taking the Phillies in seven. And this is and, – and the Phillies in seven, and they're going to do it in Houston. Game seven. They're going to stab the hearts of Houston Astros fans, and I cannot wait to, uh, to, to see it happen. All right. You have to. Can we talk a little bit about how Justin Verlander is almost forty? He's almost forty, and he's still throwing like ninety nine. Yeah, he's, he's ripping he's throwing hundred mile per hour balls. Like Jesus Christ, he's throwing gas, but it's hittable. It's hittable, and not only is it hittable, like it's like mashable, like. I could see like Harper like just like like cranking a far one on like you know some of those pitches, uh, you know some righty on lefty crying. So um, the Astros are good, but I don't know like something about baseball. Momentum is such a big thing, you know. I'm starting to appreciate that more and more. Like the more like I watch this game, the momentum is a huge thing. It puts stress on the pitcher who is like feeling the momentum against him. It puts like energy and vitality and like courage to the batter who is riding that wave. There is no question about it. We can argue who's going to, you know, who we think is going to win the World Series. But there is no argument that the winner of the momentum battle right now is hands down the Phillies. Hands down. Because the Astros, yes, the Astros swept the Yankees 4-0, but it was a weak Yankees. The Yankees were no, not nearly as strong as they were in their peak form in the regular season. You know, uh, they, you could say that, yes, they were like a 100-win team in the regular season, but they were, their playing the postseason was nowhere near indicative of that. And so even if the Astros are pulling out, you know, 4-0, like series sweep, feeling really good about themselves, you know, look at how the Phillies won their series. The every single series that they went through, they were the underdogs in each one. It's like a, it's like Chelsea's Champions League run, you know, a couple years back. Or no, not not that. Um, Real Madrid's yeah. Champions League run uh, last year, last just year. going through the fucking gauntlet and then just delivering on the goods at the end. You know, that would be nuts. Courage and momentum is a big thing, and you know, nuts. and and I mean, this is gonna be one to watch. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you definitely for sure, like the records, 
do not get fooled because the Phillies are playing the best baseball that I've seen in the entire season at the right time. And, you know, a lot of time form is really, really important in the game of baseball. So, okay, before we move on, can we also talk about one other thing? Like, I don't know how it is in baseball. Has everyone just forgiven the Astros? No. The fans have not. No, right? The league has. The fans have definitely not. Oh, no, no, no. Like, and, and, and the thing is, like, if I was an MLB team playing against the Astros in the playoffs, I would be so motivated to just fucking crush them. Because oh, yeah, the Phillies, the Phillies had the support and, 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 you know, they have like, they're building the spirit bomb and all, all <laughs> baseball fans across America are lifting their hands right now, yes. sending their energy, yes. send <laughs> their energy, send your energy, because yes. fuck the Astros, <laughs> fuck cheaters. Honestly, dude, like, I have to say it could have been a more likable team than the Phillies. But it also could have been far worse. Um, the Phillies are up there for a lot of people, as you know. It's it's they're you know especially like in like I want to say like 2010, around the era when they won a ring themselves, they were one of those teams that were like you know born and bred in money. Not so much these days, but you know they still have cash money flow. But back in those days, they were up there with like the Red Sox, you know Yankees in terms of like payroll and so they were not a very liked bunch and you know there's there's still some remnants of that and like you know i would be much more like you know you know i would feel less um ambivalent about you know rooting on a team like the brewers or something against like the brewers if the brewers made it to the world series somehow and them against the astros so much easier you know the phillies is a you know I don't feel 100% comfortable, but um, uh, we must do, we, we shall do what um, we must, right? So, but yeah, fuck the Astros. Yeah, fuck the Astros. But, uh, but we're, we'll, we'll, of course, you know, um, uh, be giving you guys like, you know, the latest scoop um, in the coming couple weeks. Game one starts Friday and you know how it is. Every day there is football, there is no baseball, except Monday. Monday there is both, but um, the MLB commissioners aren't stupid. They're not going yeah, yeah. to start the World Series on a Thursday. They're going to put the rest day on Sunday. They're not going to try They're going to put the rest day next uh, Thursday. So, so y'all have no excuse to be tuning in. This is going to be a good series. All right. All right. Let's move on. The NBA kicked off and what can i say man the wizards have the second best uh, record in the uh, eastern conference so um so yeah they're gonna be in the conference finals we'll see you then <laughs> <laughs> i'm just nice. kidding <laughs> yeah. that's, that's definitely not gonna happen but you know some some very interesting things man i mean where, where do you want to start i mean why, why don't we start in the eastern conference uh very Interesting situations. I mean, I don't know. I wanted to. I want to talk about the Nets. They're one and two. They have KD. They have Kyrie. I mean, people would think that any given postseason, any given playoff season, you would 
think that they are contenders. I personally don't. I mean, Ben Simmons playing like hot garbage. Ben Simmons um, has fouled out like two times already. You, ben Simmons has fouled more than he's taken shots. You see that? Did you see that? Uh, that like jump shot. Um, from like I don't even know where that was. It wasn't it like a camp or something. And there are like a bunch of NBA players, and like there's some like a couple of them like shot, and then Ben Simmons just like pulls up, takes like a mid range jumper, and he just airballs. <laughs> like sometimes like i look at him and i'm like like no because like you, you know how like they say like it's like physically hard for like big men to like shoot free throws because of like their height perception like yes and and because of the like also like arm length like and like all that stuff like the proportions matter yeah and it's like it's just like something that like i haven't really read up on but i just like saw it and i'm like you know what how am I supposed to ever actually, like, understand how that feels? I'll just, like, take their word for it, that that's a thing, okay? And so, that's kind of what I've been giving the benefit of the doubt to with Ben Fuck Simmons. Fuck no! But... Have you seen Victor? Victor Oladipo? No, Wembenyama! Oh, well, that guy, well, Have yeah, you yeah, seen yeah. that motherfucker? Hell no! Have you seen Kate? Katie is Ben Simmons' height? Isn't Ben Simmons like 6'11? KD's almost 6'11. Yeah. Yo, he's Hell he's six, no. 6'10. We Chris know Dobbs, big Have you seen Kristoff? Have you seen Jokic? This ain't no excuse. That ain't no excuse. <laughs> this is the modern NBA. You shoot or get the fuck out. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I we would, all know what happened to Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I would tell him to get the Yeah. <laughs> Prime example of you can't shoot, get the fuck out. Yes, dude. Like, all you know how to do is post up, get the fuck out. Like, literally get out. Just get out. Like, but I mean, like, what do you, what do you think about the Nets? I mean, are they, is, they have Kevin Durant at the end of the day. Is it, is it reparable? No, like, like, okay, but here's the thing, like, the, contextually, if this team is quote-unquote repaired, they have to be like a championship-level team, right? Like, that's, so like, how, that's like the standard. We consider them repaired yes, once they are yes, championship-level. Yes, yes, that's the standard. It's a KD team. You can't. I would, I would think an Eastern Conference Finals appearance for them this year would be, okay. I would consider okay. that a, a good, not an amazing season, but it's a good season. And I think, you know, they've lived up to the ceiling. Okay. All right. All right. It was, I'll, I'll it was give different you that. when it was KD, Kyrie, and Hart. All right. I'll but give KD, you that. KD, Kyrie, it's like, you know. No, no, no. But that's, that's exactly the thing, though. That's the thing. They swapped Simmons and Harden to get to this place. For them to get repaired, they would have to get back to what the expectations were when they had Harden before the swap. Right? If the trade was good. I didn't like the trade. Yeah, I didn't like the trade either, but I'm saying, like, 
They like that I mean, was the they, start. They, they took they took an L from roster strength because they saw there were issues with fucking Harden, right? I mean, Harden fucking yeah. Um, like okay, all right. Let let's say Eastern Conference Finals. Let's say Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Yeah. Still, the answer is no. Like their defense is horrid. I'm sorry, their defense is just bad. And and like they're going to get through the regular season. And they're going to be a top four seed, um, because the you the, just the pure offensive firepower from Kyrie and KD will carry a, a bad defense. Um, but once you get into the playoffs, you need to play defense, and this team doesn't do that, and it, that's it. Yeah, the the defense is a huge issue, and like I agree, like that's it's the only reason why I can't justify them making. Honestly, the way they play, getting past round one would be like miraculous. Not miraculous. I mean, I, I think it's possible. Let's say, okay, but if they're like the four seed, right? Yeah, and they have to play a five seed. Bucks. Yeah, I, I think they'll be. Because, okay, well, the recipe for them right now to win is basically Katie and Kyrie have to outscore the opponent. And the Nets probably have to score in the range of, like, 130 points to win. Yeah. Because their defense is going to concede, like, 120-plus. And so I that's mean, the win condition, right? And, it's, and you can do that. You can achieve I guess, that. I guess you could do that in the first round. You could do that in the first round. I think you can do that four times. Second against round, Brazil. I don't know. Second round, I don't know. No, yeah, that, that's where I think you're gonna run into like you're gonna run into a Celtics. You might yeah. run into a Bucks. Second and, like, round, where get... where you don't have home court advantage. Four games, I don't know. Yeah, like, and it's like it's not just that like one of Katie or Kyrie can carry you. Like both have yeah, to be both have to be on for four yeah. games. Both have yeah. to score. Close to 30, if not over 30 points, right? In the postseason, they're going to have to score at least 30. Yeah, like, it has to be, like, 60 between them, at least. For yes. For four games, for four games. And yeah. to do that in the second round, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm with you there. So, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, like, I don't know what you do with them. I, 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 I think it's, it's kind of a, it's, to me, the roster, as is currently constructed, it's very difficult to just like make an overnight switch where you because it's not just defense that they lack, it's like physicality as well. Yeah. And so yeah. they just have too many, like they're just way too polarized in one direction in their game plan and they're kind of pigeonholed into it for, for me to really see like any kind of like flexibility to And they're not even that good at it. It's not like it was like this is the twenty sixteen Rockets with fucking D'Antoni. Yeah, D'Antoni. It's not even it's not even that where they're just fucking, you know, blazing pace, just like score 140 points a game. No, it's not that. Their offensive rating is 16th in right now. And their pace is a putrid 98.8. That, that that's is kind of like a very, very budget D'Antoni. Yeah, he yeah, exactly. The but it's very, very no budget at all. Very, very <laughs> budget. Like the the biggest problem the biggest problem is if you're going to play the system then your pace has to be fucking high but their pace is less than one hundred like a hundred should be average right theoretically 
So like, if your pace is fucking less than one hundred and you're trying to play only offensive bat, it's not gonna work. Like, right? Just it just doesn't work. And and the thing is like, they don't have the players for it. Who's fucking facilitating the ball? Right? Who's making the under seven second pass on that team? Kyrie. <laughs> Ben Simmons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, God help me. Also, yeah, I don't, it, it, it ain't it. That, that team just ain't it. I think, I think, I think um, the Monday game is like, was like indicative of like, you know, if you're a Nets fan, you're going to have to get used to this. Katie miss- scores 37, Kyrie scores 37, you lose. <laughs> like, you're just going to have to get used to it. Yeah, because Ben Simmons scored seven. Right. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big problem. And then commits five turnovers. I, I think right now, though, it, I will say, though, to give them a little bit of hope, Ben Simmons, he knows that he's playing under a lot of scrutiny. He's coming fresh off an injury. There are lots of eyes on him. It's going to be hard for him to, like, perform. Yeah. You know? Like, what needs to happen is, like, the whole Ben Simmons, like, you know, attention needs to, like, kind of wash over a little bit. And so he can maybe settle into playing, like, just regular season ball where there isn't as much scrutiny. I can't promise that that's ever really going to happen because he's such a walking meme. But... I know how to make that happen. Fucking trade him to Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Trade him. Trade trade him to Sacramento. Trade trade him. Trade him to fucking the Indiana Pacers. That'll work. That don't oh, happen. We, we gotta make the nets work, man. No, <laughs> but, no, no, no. It's not that is making the nets work. It's better than better than fucking what you're getting now out of him. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. Ben Simmons? He's the new Russell Westbrook. <laughs> that is such an insult to Westbrook. He, he's man. he's a new Russell Westbrook, except except it's been flipped. Like he's starting on like the good team with the stars and and being ass. And then he's going to go to, like, a bad team where he's by himself and he's like, scores triple-doubles every time. <laughs> but Russell Westbrook just did it the other way. He just started with the triple-doubles, and now he's on a team with the stars where he's fucking ass. <laughs> he's, he's reversed Russell Westbrook. All right. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about the heat, man. Okay. Um, Yikes. Hey, Eastern Conference Finals, uh, you know, Eastern Conference runner-ups last year, or runners-up, runners-up. Runner-up. Runners-up. Right, okay. But runners-up, one and three, obviously record doesn't look hot. I mean, they got to figure things out, right? I mean, the roster hasn't changed that much. I mean, Laurie's like gained age a little bit, sure, but he's never really played a style that really concerns me, um, age wise. He's thirty six, but he plays an old man game in general. So I don't, I feel like they should be much better. Uh, I think they should be like definitely making the playoffs this year. Um, I don't know about top four seed, maybe honestly. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're outside the top. But like the Eastern Conference is kind of weak. Yeah, it, it it is kind of weak. But wait, wait. So you have, but you still have the the Bucks, Celtics, Phillies, right? Or 76ers. 
Um, right. Right, and then and then, but then like, like yeah, and then after that, I think it's like it's like a yeah. Then it's a kind of a toss up. Yeah, before. yeah. But like, and I mean, you you could see them being like five. I could also see them being better than the Sixers. Yeah, I could also see them being three. Yeah, I could also so, see that. Like, I think they'll figure things out, but I think they um, will. Their defense has just been bad, but um, it's their coach is too damn good. Exactly, it's a it's a Spolster team, so like their defense is going to be better. Yeah, and then they'll be better. I'm not I'm not too. Yeah. Um. Anything else? I mean, Celtics three and one. Um, they look good. Yeah, they obviously don't have their coach, but they're three and one. I mean, they're just too talented, right? To to be otherwise. Yeah. Um, that that roster. They still have, you know, the big pieces that got them there. Brockton, Brockton played decently. Um, I don't really know if Brockton's ever really going to be starting for this team. Um, if he, if he's not, that's still good. It's still he, good. He, he's, he's a, a tremendous. He's a tremendous piece to have come off a bench. He's a great second unit, like general. So I, I that's fine. So. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Bucks Celtics like one and two. I think. I like, think so. I, I, there's I, no yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, they're just far and above every other. Right. Um, Only other team that's else? maybe in the Eastern Conference is are the Cavs. The Cavs, yeah, the Cavs actually like kind of have a sneaky like good roster. They, yeah, they traded for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, uh, they like Darius Garland is out because of injury. But they're still what two? How long is he out? Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be long. It's just like an eye last. Uh, yeah. So like, once he comes back, like, this team is like it's fire backcourt. It's a fire backcourt. The backcourt is they're loaded at guard. So. And then and yeah. then, and then all of their big men just like shoot a bunch of three. Good. <laughs> Could work out in theory. They're the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> no, they're not. The they're Golden the State. Eastern Conference Golden State Warriors. They would be if Mitchell like was like prolific at the three and just <laughs> and it's just good. <laughs> if it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, anything else to talk about the East? I mean, no, not really. Like, what are some teams that like you think were like decent in the regular season that you think are not going to be this season? I mean, the Bulls, like last season. Yeah, I think the Bulls like like pop out to me as like a team that I think just like got worse. Worse, yeah, maybe. Um, a ho- like, the Hawks are going to be interesting because they got Dejounte. Mm, mm. The Hawks could be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hawks could like low key be good, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. I don't believe that a Clint Capella, Don Collins front court is going to ever do it. Too big, huh? Too big is that is that what it is? No, they're too they're too small. No, like Capella's like he might not be tall like the tallest guy, but he's like you know like he's strong though. He plays bigger. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just like physical. John Collins for sure. Like I'll give you that. John Collins plays small and is. Well, he's not that small, but he plays small. Capella, Can he shoot, though? Capella, Can he shoot? call it. See, that's the biggest problem. He like somehow like lost his shot, <laughs> like last season. Um, 
So I don't I don't know what happened. Well, and then last season, yeah, last season, thirty six percent from three. And then the from, season before, he was like a four hundred shooter. But, but you had to see him in the playoffs. Like he just fell off a fucking cliff in the playoffs. Uh, mm. He just didn't shoot. As much. Yes, he was like nowhere to like he just didn't exist. And then Capella obviously can't. So like, right. like one of them has to be able to shoot. I'm sorry if you're gonna win. You're in the in the today's NBA. One of them has to be able to shoot. Or, yeah, Capella is one of those cases. Just like he's playing in the wrong era. Like it has to be two. It has to be one of two things. Either one of them has to be able to shoot, or they both have to just be like, like the twin towers and fucking like, like, like what the Lakers thought AD and Dwight Howard would, be, right? Something like that. Like, but it, it it's neither of those things. It's just like mediocrity. Yeah, it, it is what it. Is. Yeah, I mean, all in all, like, uh, I mean, I got nothing else to say about the East. It's it's just, it it looks like once again just a. It's a two team. It's a weak. It's a weak conference, and you know, yeah. I don't know. It, you you have KD in it, so like you would, <clears throat> you would expect that wouldn't be the case. But I mean, that's the biggest problem, right? The biggest problem is that the KD team is fresh, and then you have the MB team, which is like. Knows what you're gonna. That's the problem. Well, uh, let's talk about the West, man. Um, Trailblazers, four and zero. They crushed the Denver Nuggets last night. They they're, crushed them. They're still bad. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, of course they're not for real, but well. One, no, no, no. I will say this. They're playing really good defense, and their wins haven't been coming off of, like, 70-point Damian Lillard game, which is a good thing, right? So, like, yep. if they can keep up the defense, and then Dame just, like, you know, does Dame things throughout the season, it could theoretically be a decent I mean, Simons is, like, kind of stepped up. Yeah, you know, he's not a McCollum, but yeah, he's young. The ceiling is there. Yeah, you know, who knows what we'll get from him? Yeah, they have an so, interesting. They have an interesting roster, but um, all, all, of course, like two of the two of the um four teams that they've beaten so far are the are they both? Oh, both the zero and three Kings and the. <laughs> take 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 that with the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, I mean, uh, they're not going to be tested anytime soon until, well, the Grizzlies probably. Well, the Heat, they have Heat tonight. They have Heat tonight? Yeah, they have Heat tonight, but it's not going to be. All right, I the guess Heat we'll like, you know, they're still like, you know. Seems like a wet noodle fight. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. Um, I mean, lots of contenders I can see. Yeah, a lot West. of contenders here. A lot of young talent too, right? You got... Like, the Suns are in there. Yeah, you got the Pels. Right? The Grizzlies are in there. Yeah, you got the Grizzle. Uh, you got Nuggets the are in there. You even got the T-Wolves and Edwards. Yep. I have the Clippers making it to the Western Conference Finals. Don't forget. Christ. <laughs> Wait, are they Dude. starting, are they starting uh, Kawhi off the bench? 
They're starting Kawhi and John Wall off the bench right now. Oh yeah, let's go. They're not even, they're not even at the. They're not even close to their true form. Let's you haven't seen go. anything. Let's fucking go, dude. They've been. They've literally been squandering games to start off. Because they have Reggie Jackson starting and Reggie Jackson's playing like hot garbage. I don't know what happened because two years ago he was fire in the playoffs. I, they're just then, doing the they're doing the thing. They're doing the uh, San Antonio thing. Yeah, load management, good yeah. old load management. And you know what? Load I don't hate management it because... game one of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it, honestly. No, I don't like, like it either. I think it's smart. If there's anybody that needs load management, it's fucking John Wall. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, both John Wall's knees, like, you see, like, a, like, you see, you know, those rotisserie chickens, which, like, take off the fucking, <laughs> those are his knees, dude. When you, when you take off the drumstick off the rotisserie chicken, you just, like, hang it down. That's John Wall's knees. But I mean, Fucking he looks good though. He looks good, <laughs> and like he still looks like not like blazing fast, but like noticeably faster than everybody else on the court. Yeah, yeah. Which is like all you really which need is enough. Yeah. That's enough. And so, and moreover, like his his mid range jumper looks really good. I mean, small sample size, but statistically, it's been working out for him. So, I mean. Plug them into starting lineup whenever Ty Lue's ready. And I'm telling you, man, the Clippers, they're a team that's going to get better in the postseason. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> well, uh, you, you have the Suns this year. Suns are always, you know. The, uh, yeah, they're going to be in it. But Chris... Statement game. Statement game last night. Crushed the Warriors. Right? I mean, nobody's... Like, look, nobody's going to... And then they, there was the whole, like, Clay Thompson ejection thing. I mean, but... But yeah. nobody's going to really, like, give the Warriors any flack. Right? Yeah, no, not I mean, at all. Not not even... The game point. definitely went meant way more to the Suns than it ever did to the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. In any of these big games for you know the warriors are not really going to be big games for them i mean they that team is like basically deserves at this point for me like lebron treatment like 4 years ago like lebron yeah. team treatment like 4 years ago like you re you really don't ever criticize them until they get to the postseason because you know they have bigger aspirations the problem with the warriors is that their bench is so young and so fucking I don't know. Jordan Poole. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Poole is good. I don't, I don't, yeah. But the rest of their benches. James Wiseman. Bad. <laughs> bad so far. <laughs> Kuminga bad also so bad. Far. Well, like, no, because, look, like, he, like, he, he missed all of last season. Yeah, so he's basically injury. Like, you know, let's not write him off too early. No, no, no. I was going to say, like, it, 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 it's going to come down to, like, how their bench, like, flips. Um, but it, it, they're a weird team wherein they're not, they're not constructed in the way that past championships constructed with the opposite way, right? Where it's like, you have your stars, 
um you have a couple of like young bright talents and then you have like a bunch of like veterans like who have either been on championships have like the savvy right bench but they're you don't not have really living sins you don't have yeah the exactly the dollars of the world yeah 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 you don't have that but i don't know well, well they don't have the they don't have danny green they have jermichael green <laughs> Okay. Okay. close enough <laughs> okay. <laughs> I... yeah but but yeah I, I agree like uh the bench is really the only like thing i think that's regressed I they technically do have the like literally, but it's not the same Equidal. No, this is like Udonis Haslam <laughs> mode, Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, correct. <laughs> Uh, this is um. this is the Iguodala who's just there to like, you know, This is the, I'm like, sit down and have lunch with the team. I'm Like, one hard foul away from retiring. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the Warriors are gonna be like. <laughs> I think the Warriors for me will win the regular season. Record-wise. It's them or the Suns. I don't think they have the depth to win. That's a good point. Um, yeah, but it's either them for the Suns. I think... I'm going to say it's actually I'm going to say it's the group. Oh, shit. Really? I think they're deep. I mean, I put them up there. I think they're deep. I think they they got another year of experience right, underneath their belt. Um but really I just think they're deep and young. Um and I think they're just going to hold up over the course of this. But I don't know. The West is kind of like, I, I think there's a lot of more parody in there's a lot of parody and there's gonna be a lot of gamesmanship that's like a lot of teams that are thinking bigger things Yes, than winning yes, the regular yes. season That's like, round it's like half the teams are fucking thinking about the playoffs in this. yeah and so like i could see like maybe for that reason the only team that's like truly gonna go out there and like has the hunger and the drive and the energy and the like durability to The go Grizzlies. out there and try to win every game is the Grizzlies, like you said. And so maybe for that reason, yeah, like they might just win it. Not necessarily because they're the best team, but they're the ones that are going to give the Exactly. most damn about Like, winning I could it. see it being, like, the Grizzlies win with, like, 60 wins, and then, like, four other teams have 55 wins. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I could definitely tell you, like, guys like the Clippers, not going to... Yeah, they're sailing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Warriors are probably... I would get... If I were the Warriors, I would sail. Um, That's interesting. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I just think Steph, Steph is another year older. Like, Raymond is another year older. Clay is another year older with like half a knee. Like, <laughs> true. it's I mean, rough. those are facts. Um, how do you think the Mavericks are going to do, man? I mean, they're, they're an interesting team. They made it to the Western Conference Finals, like just, like, just slayed the Suns, right? They're gonna, So. they're gonna go as far as Doncic. Gonna take. <laughs> um but in all seriousness it's just like it's so bizarre to me that a art cuban team is not like has not made a when you have a star like don on the roster yeah it's like cuban's always been that guy who's like looking like he's always looking 
to like make the splash move to win. Like even did you hear about the thing like where like he he was trying to trade for Kobe back in the day when Kobe was unhappy with the Lakers in like 04 or 05? Yeah, like I'm sure there's a lot of scheming going, you know. Yeah, like I'm surprised they just haven't done anything. Like even like getting a guy like Donovan Mitchell or like making like some sort of sp- splash play for KD or or something like that. But like they haven't even like they haven't even been on the radar for any of these moves. Which is Yeah, like I think but I will say like the way I don't know. I don't want to say like they've managed their team excellently because I don't really think that's been the case either. They've made a lot of moves like in recent years that just haven't panned out. And not that I think they were bad moves at the time that happened. Some of it's just like unfortunate too. Like a lot of them were like not bad moves on paper. Like bringing Porzingis in, not a bad idea, you know, when it happened. Um, just it didn't work out. Um, so I don't know, man. Um, I think I know why. I figured it out. 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 Holy. It's because they believe in their player development. And it, they believe in it because they have a great player development coach. You heard of him? His name is literally. He was literally God. Sham God. Wait, what? <laughs> David, look up, look up the Maverick player development coach. His, his name is literally God. Sham God. Dude. <laughs> How did I not know this guy? I don't know. Dude, this guy has the greatest name, but obviously when you have God, Sham God, as your player development coach, you trust that your player is going to develop. Honestly, that is an excellent theory. <laughs> he played for the Wizards 20 games in 1997. I don't know why I haven't heard about this guy. God, sham God. Holy shit, no way. No way that's his name, dude. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? He was formerly known as Sham God Wells. Yeah, that's so fucking funny. Holy shit. And then he changed his name. He actively God, changed his sham, name to God. God. Holy shit. Oh. No, 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 no. His birth name is God Sham God. No way. Often teased for his highly unusual name during childhood, he <laughs> went by Sham God Wells using his mother's maiden name throughout high school. Oh. When he enrolled at Providence, he was informed he would have to register under his legal name because it would have cost $600 to change his legal name to Sham God Wells. Sham God stopped using the Dude, what an absolute God tier name. God Sham God. Literally a God tier name. Holy moly. Alright, anyway. I mean when you (laughs) when you got God as your point guard, like when you got God dishing out balls to you, you gotta feel like yeah, Well, I mean, that wraps it up. I mean, um, anyway, if anybody's ever wondered how Luka Doncic has evolved into an MVP caliber player, God, sham God, sham God, God, sham God. Oh, and they brought in Christian Wood, another young, you know, relatively young, 27, you know, player. Watch him become an all-star player. Sham God. Sham God. 
Christian. You think you think Jalen Brunson last year in the playoffs? That was a fluke. God damn God, dude. It's so it's so awesome. Um all right, what what else what else going on uh in the well we got we got we have to I mean, as yeah, we talk about we got We got to talk about the um arguably like the the headline of the NBA. The the Lakers a LeBron led team worst record in the league. 0 and 3. Um Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. As he should. So what is the uh actually no, I'm wrong. Shouldn't. Shouldn't be coming. Well what is what is the excuse? They tried they tried uh, didn't they try um uh, taking him was or was that just a postseason? Didn't they try to take him off the bench? Yeah, so uh, what's gonna happen today or today is it today? Okay. Um, what's gonna happen in the next game is um they're gonna start Austin Reeves. Yeah, you never okay. heard you've never heard of that guy before, right? No. <laughs> that tells me all I need to know about their affairs. <laughs> but but it doesn't matter. You know why? That Scotty Pittman Jr. baby. We got Scotty Pittman Jr. We got we got Sharif O'Neal coming up. We have we have the Suns. Wait, it's perfect. I guess LeBron has to say so that Ronnie can go. We just have the Suns of all of all of the past NBA players. On the and Lakers. all they need to do is sign Chance uh, God Sham God. Yeah, and... and then we call it a day. They, you know, he develops them all up, and they're all Hall of Famers. You know, they follow in the footsteps of their dads, and that's it. Disgusting, man. That should be the new theme of the league. Disgusting, dude. Russell Westbrook's numbers in Game Two and Three of the season were they—that's putrid. Listen, you so know what's bad. you know what's more putrid about the Lakers than that? So the Lake Russell Westbrook has the worst effective field goal percentage among a hundred players with at least thirty field goals. Thirty percent. Why does he keep shooting? Because he's Russell Westbrook. He's like the opposite of Ben Simmons. I hate Russell Westbrook so much. He's like. He's like Kobe if Kobe was bad. He's like. Yeah, like he's got the mentality of like, you know. <laughs> but like, only the mentality. Shrugs off, shrugs off the mix like it never happened and goes back to shooting. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like, he's like, he's like Kobe if, if Kobe was blind. <laughs> he had the mentality of Kobe. <laughs> but but he's blind. Doesn't know where to shoot, but he shoots. <laughs> okay, but the worst part is that eight different Lakers players have attempted more than five three-pointers. And every single one of them is shooting worse than 30% on their three-pointers. The, de- the Lakers actually have the second best defensive rating in the league. Wow. And they have the second best pace in the league as well. Which is incredible. Did you think that like you're like you have the second like highest pace, but also the second highest defensive rating? Like, that's kind of nuts. Because you would you would like you would typically think that they have a negative correlation, right? Um 
But right. somehow they're second in both, but their offensive rating is just dead last. You because know what? No think... one can shoot the ball. Well, the the explanation is well. The only explanation is that they have they're playing against opponents that are like right. I mean, this is the only way that it happens that they're playing against opponents that end their possessions quickly. Um, and they're missing. Um, statistical artifact, as far as I can tell, because, you know, the Warriors don't do that. The Warriors, they, they, their possessions are fast, but they score. And they score. Yeah. They, at, and Trailblazers also, Trailblazers, I, I don't know if they're, so the Blazers they don't just come have off as like the most fluid offense to me. And, you know, and the Clippers, I wouldn't call the Clippers game any kind of like you know yeah. thing to go off of. No, it's 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 simply that we're bad at shooting, and particularly the three can't shoot them at all. Well, hey, what what do you think about Troy Brown? I don't think about Troy Brown, okay? I don't think about him. <laughs> I I don't think about him. You know why? I don't think about the lake. Because that just brings me sad. I just well, Hey dude, Troy Brown, I think, you know, he could be I, I'm not joking. I think he could be like a um a guy that comes in for you like towards the end of the bench. Let me let me let me read you Troy Brown's field goals. Two for seven, four for eleven, over two, one for four. Can I stop? Can I stop here? Can I stop? <laughs> I don't need that shit anymore. <laughs> I need forty percent three point shooting. I don't want no. 249, 0 for 2, 0 for, I, don't, I don't need that weak-ass shit. I need 40%. No, you know what? I won't even ask for 40. 35% three-point shooting. That's all I ask for. Like Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Three they, they players. I only need three players. Three players who shoot 35% or better from three. Can none shoot? And nope. Well, <laughs> no, that, actually, no, he can. He can, yeah. No, he can shoot. He's just not shooting well. He's 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 actually historically a good three point shooter. That's why I actually really like Kendrick. I'm a huge Kendrick fan. But um, and and I think he would actually, in theory, be a very very good fit for this, like like a perfect fit for this, except that he's playing like ass. Um, yeah, it doesn't help that he didn't play the entire season last year due to injury. I mean, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it was. Rough. You know, knee injuries too. Like, you don't know what kind of player you're going to get back after that. So, yeah, I mean, you have to hope he's going to look more like the Minnesota Kendrick Nunn. There's really no way to guarantee that, though. But yeah, yeah you're, you're right. They're, they don't have they don't have nearly enough shooters to. No, do we that. don't have shit. And, the, and here's the greatest thing. It's like. Fuck Rob Palinka, because this motherfucker is like, let me look at my roster. Hmm, let's see. We have no shooters. Okay. Let me bring back Dennis Schroeder. 
what the fuck? Of all of the players in the league, you're just like, we have no shooter, so let me just bring in fucking Dennis Schroeder? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, this is the worst GM job I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder? Oh my god. Look, 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 look. Nothing against Dennis Schroeder. I just don't need Okay. Everything against Dennis Schroeder. The dude is like so overrated. This isn't the time for you, Dennis Schroeder, okay? Like, oh my god. It's just so fucking crazy, dude. Dennis Schroeder is like a perfect like tank commander. I think, I think, yes, yes. But I think the craziest thing about all of this is that LeBron is just like, he's just complicit in all of this. He's just like, I don't know. I've always had three pointers on my team when I've won championships. He doesn't care. He just he's just gonna like you know keep the stats good, bide his time until like you know. LeBron for KD straight up. LeBron for KD straight up. Do it. Fucking do it. Just uh, fucking do it. Honestly, that would be really good for basketball. Would be good for basketball. It would be good for everyone. Reunite Westbrook and reunite the broad and Kyrie. Like yeah. and, and and New York and LA. Like, dude. I just solved the NBA. Well, the Nets have to be willing to take that on though, which is like, you know. Actually, the no, Nets have done. Bring it on. Bring it fucking on. Dude, he will revitalize your franchise. He will bring Brawny to New York. They've done stupider things. You're right. Yeah. If they they've traded for a washed up KG Johnson and what's um what's stopping them now? They've traded for Ben Simmons before. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, uh, all right. Well, who are they playing next? Are they playing today? They're playing the Nuggets. Um, get ready. Uh, they need to get the lube out. That's for sure. Because that's not going to be very pretty. Um, um, nothing else for me on the NBA. Anything else, man? I just want to say... I just want to say that playing the Nuggets... And that their center is better from the, any player that we have on our roster. That tells you something. <laughs> Right now, yes. Yes. Right now, yes. Yes. Right now, yes. Nobody is shooting. That's the, the way that we're playing. Game. That's the way that we're playing. It is sad, but you know. I hate us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna be it for today's podcast. Um, we'll, we'll be back next week to you know talk more about the Lakers. I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be a fun year because we're yeah. going to talk about the Lakers every week as often as I can, to be honest. I mean, because um, we're going to torture Sana a little bit this year. Nice. But um, as always, thank you very much for tuning in. And um, as always, keep it on 11, y'all. Peace.